Hi, this is Rebecca Tripp. Welcome to my book club. Secrets of a Metaphysical Flight Attendant is my memoir. Today I'm talking about Chapter 5, The Bunny Club. And the reason it's called The Bunny Club is because <clears throat> I got hired by the New York Playboy Club back in the late 60s. I just kind of dared myself to go down there and, and see what the deal was because back then it was a very, very coveted job to be a Playboy bunny. Um, they made a lot of money. The tipping was, you know, no restrictions. And, um, you know, if you could look like a bunny, it was kind of like you were in. So I thought, I'm gonna go see what the deal is. So I got down there. It was down in the 50s in Manhattan. And uh, they had me put on a yellow bunny costume with the ears and everything. And I'm telling you, it was all metal in the midriff. You literally had to be zipped in by somebody else. It was a corset that was so tight, you couldn't even breathe. But just as I came out of the dressing room, after being helped into the bunny costume, the manager happened to walk by and he liked me. Um, he just liked what he saw. And so he said, um, I'm going to go tell the bunny mother to hire you. So I walked into the bunny mother's office and she said, you're hired. It was that easy. And it, I guess it was just all about how you looked. They were, could have cared less if you had um, any other qualifications. But um, I, you know, signed the papers and went through the whole process. And she wanted me to come back. Uh, this was a Friday. She wanted me to come back on Monday and start my bunny training. You had to learn how to do the bunny dip. They had a lot of rules. A lot of rules I remember it was kind of like they had a bunny handbook that she showed me and uh, gave me a copy of and I was on my way but that weekend I worked a trip out to Seattle Washington and <clears throat> as, a, as a stewardess I was a you know a stewardess back then and I got out there and it was on my mind about being a bunny being a stewardess because the bunny mother had said to me you can't do both you're gonna to have to decide after you get into it whether you want to be a stewardess or a bunny so I had this fitful night of sleep I just could not relax trying to figure out what to do because it was a very coveted job and I would have made a lot more money than I was making as a stewardess but in the middle of the night I had this vivid dream that I was doing the bunny dip and people were tugging on my fluffy cottontail, and that was it. I said, I just can't do it, I can't do it. So I never went back. But um, this chapter also covers some other interesting body-related things that happened to me, because being a bunny was all about body identity, really. And um, I talk about the spiritual healing that I had with a diagnosis of cancer, it was spontaneous. But it wasn't just a physical healing where my cells were healed. It was a total transformation of my consciousness. I awakened almost to a different frequency as I was sitting there having this amazing experience of spiritual healing. And when I walked out into the world, everything was different. Everything was more beautiful. It was as if a light had gone on and the trees, the flowers, the animals, the birds, the people, everything looked a thousand percent better. It was awesome. It was really interesting. And it was kind of like, wow, 
what has happened and who do I talk to about this because I was kind of on my own. Um, I can tell you though, um, I could see through things at the same time and that could be a little unnerving. I could see the mechanical way that a lot of people operate um, and that was not so pleasant. One of the things I started doing was staring into people's eyes to see their real soul, their essence, their real self. And I would do it, um, especially with good looking bachelors out in Marin County, that was kind of fun. But you know what would happen? I'd stare into their eyes and then the facade would drop. Whatever it was that was part of their ego would just kind of dissolve and I'd see their true self and they couldn't stand it, they'd say, stop I don't like that it was like very it's very revealing when you stare into someone's eyes and you see their true self and most we're all hiding you know behind our personalities and our facades so that was an interesting experiment and then there's another experiment I did that I talk about in this book um, back in New York City a friend of mine showed me how to pick a night that is pitch black where there's no moon basically and late at night, you set up a mirror with two candles lit on either side of the edge of the mirror. And you stare at your eyes as the candles are burning. And as the candles are flickering, you see your eyes and your face starts to fade away um, as you're staring into your eyes. And then all of a sudden, my face started to morph into all of these different versions of myself from different times, different eras. And I've done this with other people and they've had the same experience. And the interesting thing is he could see the same faces that I could see as I was morphing into these different entities. That was pretty interesting. That's a fun experiment to do. Um, but this chapter, The Bunny Club, kind of gets into body identity and um, are we really our bodies? No, I've learned we're not. We're much more than that. So pick up the book. It's on Amazon. It's published by Balboa Press. You can order it in a bookstore. And I'll see you soon.